You are now listening to Midnight Greeneries Through the Looking Glass, hosted by Tokentina, where we discuss all cannabis topics that are important to you, the cannabis community. These episodes were previously recorded live and were intended for mature audiences, which means this show may contain some material not suited for young listeners. Parental discretion is advised. We hope you enjoy the show. to this week's Midnight Greenery live session at 420 with your Midnight Greenery host, Canna Cami, and we also have Tina Smith with Cannabis. Behind the scene is our production crew. Today we have Rachel Lake and Stacey Ganji. And to start off our show, as always, we're going to take some dabs. Now before I actually take a dab, and uh, we actually have a new addition to our live shows. And we feel that sometimes we kind of get a little bit carried away to talking and that we're just not taking enough dabs or bomb grips. So we actually went ahead and picked up a little bit of a reminder to let us know that we need to take another hit. And what the fun part of this is, is we're going to actually have you guys be in control of this magical easy button. You may have not heard exactly what it said, but it says it's time to smoke. So what we are going to do is I'm going to give this to the production crew behind. And what you guys are going to do is you're going to let us know when it is time to smoke and you're going to hashtag stop, drop, and glob. We'll go ahead and get that pin in the post so that you have it in reference for you. But when it's time for us to just take a hit, you let us know, stop, drop, and glob, and our production crew will hit that button and it's time to smoke. Hashtag stop, drop, and glob. I love that. Stop, drop, and glob. Miss Paula says it's time to smoke. It is time, <laughs> it's time to, smoke. to smoke. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Will you hit that again so they can hear it? <laughs> I can hear it, so I'm pretty sure you guys can hear it. I can hear it. <coughs> the concentrate that we have here, that I have just dropped in here, is going to be the Critical Jack. And I'm smoking on Sage and Sour Diesel. Mm. So, 
Today we're going to be covering, as we talked about in last week's episode, we're going to be talking about the MCB meeting today, but I really want to hit that first, so. That was a big one. I have to take a tiny one. My husband says we're brave for doing this. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fun. I expect to be, um... Blessedly lifted by the end of the uh, episode. Mm-hmm. And we have a little bit of variety in our flower selection today as well. Here we have some of the sage and sour diesel flower. In my bomb that I ripped already is a little bit of white widow. And then in this container here, I have some critical sensi start. I'm blind. <coughs> it's What's in our case? That is Sage and Sour Diesel, actually. Sage and Sour Diesel. It's one of my favorites these days. I'm excited. Super excited about that. (laughs) It was rolled by one of our lovely production crew, Stacy. She rolled that for us. I can roll. Yes, ma'am. We're learning. Patrick just joined. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. That happens to be my lovely, wonderful spouse. He's in Texas right now, so. Wow. Aw, Alaska's little sister. Yep, Alaska's little sister. How cute. Say hi for hi. us. Hi. <laughs> uh, Along with Bo Peep and Cindy. Hi, nice. Bo Peep. Mom, my mother's watching. Hi, Mom. Uh, hi, Mom. <laughs> She's interested in what we're doing in the industry right now, so. Oh, you tuned into the right show. We're gonna mm-hmm. go over the control board meeting. And then, of course, we have a couple of giveaways, too. And Medicaid's. Giveaways! Yes, giveaways are always fun. Oh, so if any of you guys follow the MCB... <coughs> excuse me while I cough. Um, <laughs> the MCB meetings, then you know that there's a process that happens with the beginning of each meeting. And they start out with reports. So the thing that takes the most time, most often than not, are the reports. And... Then, of course, the licensing. But the reports take up at least until lunch, I think. And sometimes I after. Think, yeah, it's after. Yeah, I or think not today, but. Yeah, because I, I remember it was definitely the entire morning, and then we took the lunch break. We got to stop, drop, and glob, y'all. <laughs> all right. That's all right. I'm going to switch back and forth because I just picked up this little beauty yesterday, and I love it. <coughs> Paula says, we're going to keep you guys ripped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be a fun MCB one then. <laughs> I'll just keep this in my hand. <laughs> I'm going to just keep this in my hand too. I've got my notes here because it was a bit that went on. Got so this. the very first part is always the director's report, which is done by our new director, who Erica McConnell. Um, and she came over from um, the Anchorage Assembly, I believe, and she worked over there. So she'd been in the cannabis and helping with the licensing and things like that. She just happened to be in Anchorage while she was doing it. And so it's not new to her. Any of the marijuana stuff that's going on in the industry is not new to her. So that's a positive, I believe. Um, And so her report, 
What was that? Sorry. I'm sorry. I was just talking to myself. This was in backwards, and I did not mean to announce that out loud and interrupt you. Hashtag. No, please do, because I like... Ugh. Okay. I, so, the first thing that she mentioned that, of course, caught my eye, because it was one of the things that I made a public testimony about, was that, once again, a set of regulations were not released to the public. There was a mistake. It was supposed to be done last year. They were set, ready to go for the public comment, and were not released. And they just announced it this last meeting. That, oh, guess what? Uh, by the way. By the way, these regulations never went up for comment. So, I don't know how many times now. I think that's... I can count at least six times that there's been problems with some set of regulations that have been sent out or not sent out um, for public comment, causing absolute chaos when it comes to what we're actually having with our regulations mm -hmm. and being able to make our public comments and have them be worth anything and actually paid attention to without it being the fourth time they've been released. And then by that time, we don't have the actual response mm -hmm. that the public did at the first time they were released. So yeah, that that happened again. Um, and like, yeah. Mm. Moving on. Um, oh yeah, she mentioned a regulations project started that she wants started to expend um, or to extend, sorry, the public objection period. So instead of the 30 days, she wants it extended so that, I mean, she didn't mention when she wanted it to end. Would it be up until they're on the agenda or Probably. what? But from the very beginning, and I can kind of understand where it's coming from because some of these licenses that were put out last year or over a year ago um, and did their, you know, their public, or not their public comment, but their public objection periods when mm -hmm. they do their notices and things. Yes. Um, that was over a year ago, so people aren't paying any attention anymore to their local area. And when it comes up on their agenda, and they're actually approved, suddenly the local businesses and the local people around are going, oh my god, we knew nothing about this. So I kind of understand it, but I just think that they need to adjust it. Maybe to be where it's... But see, then it, it, it's a... Uh, it's a give and take both ways because either way it's going to cost a lot of flipping money. Right. So that's what it all boils down to is how much it's going to cost the licensee. And it's it has the potential to cost the licensee a lot because if they aren't getting any public comment or objections after that first 30 days, they think they're okay. They're starting to do their production, getting their place of business ready to open up or to start production. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly at the very end, that's when public comment shows up or public objection shows up and all that time and effort that they put into it could very possibly be down the drain when you know, that could be a six month to a nine month or even a year process. So it's kind of scary. And it kind of makes you wonder where their intentions were when those things like that happen. Is this something that they intended to sweep under the rug for this entire time? Or was this really an accident? Or it just, it just kind of makes you think. It is a destiny. Next thing was the marijuana handlers um, permits for replacements. They do have that in a, you can do that now, but it does cost 50 bucks. So don't lose your handlers permit card, that'd be bad. Because you paid 
what, 50 bucks to do it. Yeah. You that however much you paid for the course that you took to get it. So yeah, if you lose it, it's going to cost you another 50 bucks to get it. So. That's more than another driver's, driver's license. Oh yeah. So I think that's like, what, 10 bucks? I don't know. I don't know. 10 bucks to get a new, if you lost, I have lost. I've been very good the last couple of years though. But before that, it was horrible. Um, renewal notice. That's a technical term. Yeah, remember we had this talk about this uh, language that I was learning? I got the memo. Yeah, you got the memo. I did. Anyways. <laughs> Renewal notices have been sent out. So look for those if you have a marijuana license. End of June? Um, yeah. End of June. End of June. It's coming quick. So, and three new positions for AMCO may be budgeted in 2018. That is, that's something we really need. We need those people in the AMCO offices because they are swamped. And they, I mean, obviously, with how much that they're making mistakes, they don't have enough people in there doing what they need to do. Do they know what positions they are? Or it would just, I don't know exactly what okay. positions they are, but they would be open positions, I think. They'd be able to put them where they, it's just the funding. But they obviously need help. Yeah, they need help. I mean, there's a reason. It's not just that they're, I mean, they are not non-intellectual people by any means. They're very smart people there. They just, they're overworked, they're overtaxed, and so they need those people. So if they can add those extra three people, that'd be great. I do know that the licensing office just got, they're now at their full capacity. So that's good. Legislation stuff that's going through. SB6, the hemp bill, it looks promising. Um, it's probably going to pass, and it's right now it's in the House Finance. How that's going to affect us in the cannabis industry is it will take anything under 0.03% THC out of the hands of the AMCO completely. So it'll be no more um, raids on Charlotte's Web. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the nice thing is that we'll be able to actually get CBD products out to people who need it instead of having to worry about AMCO coming and raiding it. They will no longer be regulating it. It'll be... Which is amazing because yes. it is truly a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mm -hmm. thing. I love it. Um, SB 63, which is... Oh, I'm sorry. Troy says more personal, faster turnaround on licensing, more revenue for the state personally, personal pay for themselves. Yep. So SB 63, smoking rigs. Um, it would ban smoking in a place of employment. So, I mean, honestly, it would ban smoking in a place of employment. So that would put kind of a damper on our um, on-site consumption. It does have, it says, or in an establishment licensed under AS 1738, that's freestanding, if the smoking is in accordance with regulations adopted by the MCB. So, my worry is that people like Jones, you know, one of the MCB members, is going to use this legislation. Yes, it says that if it's an establishment that's licensed under the MCB, but it also says if it is, if, if it has employee, employees. 
So if you have an on-site consumption, you can't have any employees in there. So it would have to be much like by these regs. Do you remember, have you ever been, I'm trying to think of what airport it was, but there's an airport that has a completely enclosed glass room that no employees go into, but it has a filtration system. It's inside the airport and you can smoke. Vegas has one like that where they have slot machines in there so you can smoke and actually drink. Really? It's weird. Is it, can no, you, do no, you bring your stuff in? Or is there someone there serving you? Because this would ban anyone working, any employer, any employee working. I think when, when we went, when my husband and I, I went to Vegas, I'm pretty sure, because we were in one of those rooms where the slots are, we were having a cigarette, and I'm pretty sure there, I think there might've been someone in there um, vacuuming. So I think that there may have been, you know, right. employee in there, they were vacuuming. So I would assume. Stacy, did you have something? Yeah, I just want to say Sabrina joined the show and so did Kelly or Noah. Sweet. Hi, everybody. I also shared it too. So oh, yeah, nice. share it. Yeah, don't Thank forget guys, that the more you share, the more people actually um, start to view us and we actually love sharing these informations with more and more people. And it's fun. It's like session with a whole bunch of people. Yes. <laughs> and the interaction is great. We love to interact. Yes. And if you guys have questions or anything like that, let us know. And the girls in the production crew will let us know. And absolutely. One of the things that the, um, it, the SB63 did say was that it doesn't... Um, a person may smoke if it's in a private club, but the club cannot be a place of employment. So, well, it means, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't have volunteers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a group of people could come together and volunteer to clean up and set up and mm -hmm. things like that. Or owners, if yeah. they're owners of the business, if they're, you know, have ownership in the business, mm -hmm. then they're no longer employees, they're owners. Exactly. So, yep. how would that work? Yeah, that's true too. Couple of comments. Uh, Sabrina said it would have to be just like potluck, owner operated, basically. Um, and then Meg says um, employees can't smoke, customers can, right? Or no smoking unless it's a sole proprietorship. No smoking unless it's a sole proprietorship. No employees. It, by this bill, you can have no employees. It has to be a smoke free workplace. And Sabrina elaborated. She said owner slash operator or club members. So yeah, pretty much the essential of potluck. I don't know if everybody's aware kind of what that was. Yeah. So this would have actually protected them. Yeah. So that's, at least, that's how I interpret it. I'm not a lawyer, so I have And then it moved on. That was pretty much it for the director's report. Then it moved on to public testimony. And Lee Abel had a really nice, he's the owner of Great Langanja. He had a really um, interesting, um, bit of information. He said that he cannot list his jobs on state job boards. Yeah. Wow. That he's not able to list any of his job openings on any state job boards. Now that's freaking ridiculous. I mean, seriously? Well, being illegal on a federal level in a state having to comply by all regulations and laws that including federal, then that kind of does make sense, although whether it's right or not. I don't know. I don't know how that would how that would mesh with just the listing of it. I mean, I understand the state not being able to employ people who are doing it, you know, actually doing it, but to actually have the state boards say you cannot list job openings for state 
residents. To me, that's just, I mean, our state is broke. And you have all these people that are mandatory to go to the job center mm -hmm. to get listings for jobs because we're paying them yeah. unemployment. I mean, granted, it's their money that they, you know, pay into it. But it's just like industry and we can't pay our jobs. That's asinine. So people can't, when they go to the job center, you know, people who are trying to get off of mm -hmm. public assistance can't see that listing of all these jobs that are going to be opening up rapidly. So where do you go? Where are they? Where are we, we need to, to go? we need to start. Think. I think that there is a few. The AMIA was talking about having a job listing, um, but it's not something that people who are not already in the industry know about. Uh, my husband said uh, that the state gets federal funding to run the online job system, mm -hmm. so that's where that's. But it's we it's need still to we need to figure out a way to mitigate it. Have a difference. It's just. It makes no sense. This is the fastest and the largest growing, it's going to be one of the largest growing industries, growing industries anyway. Um, and we can't list our jobs for people who need them. It makes absolutely no sense to me. So, um, oh yeah, in the, in the public comment, there was a lot of uh, remarks about making clear regulations for transportation of cannabis. That is a huge one. We don't, the transportation um, regulations right now suck. Mm -hmm. They just suck really bad. But you can only go from one license type to another license type, but that license type can't go to another license type. And now, like with the Cannabis Classic that's going on right now, there's no regulations on being able to get any kind of product just for people to view. Mm -hmm. You can't, there's nothing in the regulations that say that you can legally transport from your place of business, your establishment, to wherever you're having a festival or anything like that. So I don't know right now if anybody's been there, if anybody in the audience has actually been to the Classic, do they have any um, product there? Did you see any? I don't want to hear where they were. I don't want to hear who did it or who was actually displaying it. I just want to know, did you see any? Because that would be, I would like to know how they actually got it there. And it's something that they need to, um, need to make some serious adjustments on. Um, there was, um, let me see. Oh yeah, skewered priorities with the enforcement. That was one of the biggest things that I actually touched on in my testimony was the priorities that the enforcement have. And I think I we that. talked about that, mm -hmm. didn't we? We talked about it in a, a show recently about how um, enforcement is really paying attention to little things like um, promotions and not giving away t-shirts or hats or even these type things. Yeah, give these type of things away at a retail establishment, but they allow um, uh, absolutely unlicensed, unregulated delivery service. You know, deliver unlicensed, unregulated, you know, cannabis. Untested. Doesn't make any sense to me. But when he spoke on it, all right, we'll get there eventually. Anyways, legal considerations were the definition of direct and indirect um, financial interest. Because right now there's kind of a little bit of a loophole where you can actually, it's not an actual investor, but they own the property, they own everything in it, they own all the equipment that's inside of it, and they rent it to you in an astronomical amount. 
and that's how they, you know, get around doing actual investments. Right? You know, right? <laughs> Aren't those called slumlords? What? Aren't those called slumlords? No. <laughs> no, because usually these are very well put together um, pieces of property. And, you know, eventually by the time that they've got all the equipment that it requires, it's really expensive just to have the equipment that's in there for your, well, if you're a production, your production, then you've got to have all your security equipment. You've got to, mm -hmm. it's, it's not cheap, but... It makes it possible for the smaller mom and pops to actually have legal business here because it's well over $250,000 just to get started in this industry. And a lot of people don't have that. It's, you know, and I can't imagine that they would, a lot of them would be able to do it without having that, uh, that real estate play. So they're trying to lock, lock that down some. Um, what else is there? Let's do a giveaway while she looks. Oh yeah, let's do a giveaway. Because I'm like boring myself. <laughs> I sat through it, so I'm like that. Eh. Really? Oh yeah, the giveaways are la la MCB. Uh, they're about the MCB or regulations. Ready? So we're going to be doing the same way as we did last time. Uh, first to get it correctly will be the winner. We're not going to announce it on the live show. We'll do another video or a post and announce the winners. Um, but we will let you know, I promise, at the end of this one. I hope. We do. Some of you need to be watching in your mailboxes. Some of you will be getting uh, their winnings. They were sent out. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yes, ma'am? Um, Nikki said hello from Seward. Hello. Oh, hi. Yay. How is it in Seward? It's a beautiful day out here. It is, actually. It really is. And Cayenne's super excited about the giveaway. She says giveaway, yay. yay. So does Tisha, giveaway. Yay. Yay. So for the first one, you want to tell them what we're giving away for the first question? Which one is the first one? This is the first one. Oh, these ones are kind of easy if you've been following it all, but or following the MCB at all, but first one. Dead map. Woo woo. Shout out to the shack. And as always, a savable. Savable. They're great. I love them. They're perfect. They really are. They fit right over your bowl right here. Just they're stretchy. Fit over the bowl and then. Beautiful. So the question is, what MCB board member caused a bit of a stir in the industry when he collected signatures to ban any establishments in his area? Who was it? <laughs> what? <laughs> What MCB board member caused a bit of a stir in the industry when he collected signatures to ban any establishments in his area? Who was it? That one was a fun one. That caused quite a bit of stir in the uh, in the industry. Awesome. About a little, not much of a good stir. Uh -uh. <laughs> 
I, I just I don't understand how somebody who's on the board to regulate an industry is collecting signatures to ban an industry. Alright? How do you sleep at night? This doesn't make much sense, but evidently it's it's not illegal. Well, it's just wrong, morally. Trey just joined us. Maybe another overview of the question? I can definitely do that. The first giveaway question for the dad mat. Savable and the beautiful dad mat from the shack. This is going to be what MCB board member caused a bit of a stir in the industry when he collected signatures to ban any establishments in his area. What was his name? Who was it? <coughs> Rat him out. <laughs> so Meg says, was it the guy, was this the guy who quit the board to start his MJ shop? No. And Trey says, I'm too high to remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm surprised that people aren't having the button hit. More Me too. Well, I've been over here trying to like token stuff, so because I'm this is the Tina show this time about MCB. <laughs> I listened in, but it was really hard to hear a lot of it over the phone, and then I couldn't quite figure out if someone didn't mute their phone or if somebody was really close to the microphone and talking to someone they were sitting okay. next to. So it was just a little bit difficult for me to hear. Was there any um, was there any like craziness this this time? I didn't hear I anybody was, in the shower, so I was there, so I wasn't listening to it on the phone, so I missed any of the cackling conversations, morning routine. And see, I'm not sure, but I didn't hear any, you know, copiers or showers or anything like that. So man, I think just this is a really hard sure. question, you guys. We don't I, have any guesses, not a single one. Oh my. Ooh, what? I... Might be a toughie, I don't know. Wait, 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 what is that? Oh yeah, okay, Bo Peep says uh, something. Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying something, we're not saying it. I'm just saying, we have one guess. Come on guys, work a little harder. Come on now. Ashley says, did I miss anything? And hello. Hello, Hi, Ashley. Ashley. Uh, just boring MCB stuff. And a giveaway. Oh yeah, and a giveaway. <laughs> but it's still open, so if you wanna, want me to? Uh, Which um, MCB board member um, caused a bit of a stir when they started to collect signatures to ban any establishment in their area? Who could it have been? There's only five. It's not like it's a huge pool of people. <laughs> so what you do is go Google the name of the small. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. This is on some lovely hemp paper that we got at the shack. Oh, nice. I'm trying to find it. There's one up there, isn't there? Oh, yeah, right here. I try. I know. I do not need a scar. So it's pure hemp, it's just called pure hemp. Four time hemp wraps, but it has no tobacco in it. And it's actually, I don't know how to roll. I've never done it before. Well, I have now, but before that I've never been able to do it. I'd never tried and I was actually able to do it and did it well. It stayed wood, it 
burned evenly. It was lovely, so I don't know. It was great. The great paper and YouTube. That was good, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's actually very nice, it's not harsh at all. And you know what? Speaking of like not burning yourself, who's got smoking burns? Let me hear your, let me, let me hear your, uh, I wanna hear your stories. I wanna hear your stories, cause if you tell me yours, I'll tell you. <coughs> I don't, I don't tell mine. <coughs> Uh, just to add and clarify for some folks, we can see your guesses. Um, there is some lag time between when you guys put guesses on the screen, but we're not confirming anything until after the show. I just want to make sure that a good amount of you guys get to contribute. And Do we have a right guess yet? Since there's multiple guesses, is there anything that... I can't confirm nor deny that. <laughs> all right. They're all the same guess. Well, <laughs> if it isn't the right one, then... But it, so, yes, either, we do have a winner, right? So, it's either the right person or it's not the right person. I, yeah, I, be, I believe we have a winner. Okay, yes. we do have a winner. Yay, moving on. Uh, finally, I was worried that somebody, nobody would be able to figure that one out. I can't... I Tina's can't. not in charge anymore. She, <laughs> she knows too much. <laughs> and we know too little. <laughs> it's up to you. That's what I know just enough. <laughs> What's up to me? All the trivia questions. Oh. Um, what can. is the next one? Oh, the next one's pretty easy. Or it's easy to find. Super easy to find. I found it. <laughs> Super easy to find. If you don't know it off the top of your head, you better be quick to find it. Google. Google's my friend. Get some text. Get some angry texts and fingers going on. Yeah. Get we going. All right, now I'm back to the MCB. Yay! Enforcement. James Holschner is the enforcement supervisor. So one of the things that he was talking about was they're really um, stretched very thin. But he wants to add he wants to add a thing that they are going to be required to do now. Well, not re they, we don't know that it's going to be required yet. But hmm. his idea is that he wants any any kind of crime that is uh, perpetrated on an establishment to be reported to AMCO so that enforcement can do their own investigation. Um, investigation. Huh, of course. Yeah. Why? Why? What the hell is the point of that? It's just something else that they can, you know, stick their fingers into. I mean, they're already stretched super thin regulating who gives away t-shirts. Why would they ask? Sorry. <laughs> Why would they ask to have to investigate crimes? Is it that they didn't get off? I'm, okay, I'll, I'll stop with the personal thing, but to me, it just sounds like they want to be a police department. They're not a police department. They don't need to know if something that is absolutely unrelated at all to cannabis is done on a property. Yeah, I agree. It's not required in alcohol. Why the hell would it be required in marijuana? Oh wait, I forgot. We're not equal. Sorry. Pretty much. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> exactly what it, yeah. I get, a little, you know. I get a little heated when it comes to enforcement because... <sighs> yes, ma'am. Uh, Tisha says they want to keep uh, 
Because they want to keep tabs on the crime and shut people down. Yeah. And Bo Peep also added that she hasn't burnt herself, but she did melt her blanket. I've also done that. I also accidentally lit my dog on fire the other day. And I saw her smoking. Well, she wasn't completely on fire, but she was smoking a little bit. And it's because when I went to set the bong down, like a little piece of the thing fell out. And I was oh, like, no. why is she smoking? I feel like that's not right. And then like, I, it wasn't right. Yeah. So, just right out there. She was fine. She didn't even know what's happening. <laughs> it didn't reach her. No, not at all. It's just a little, little grooming technique I picked up. Yeah, I mean, okay, so going back to that whole enforcement, I would love to have him on the show. I would. I would love to have him on the show and I wouldn't attack. I would really, I have some questions I want to ask. I would love to, to hear what his thoughts are on it because he did, my um, testimony had to do with the priorities and being able to um, actually make a regulation that would cover things like the Cannabis Classic mm -hmm. and things like auctions and festivals so that we can have, because you can with alcohol. You, I mean, you can go to a festival and have to go to the beer garden all day long. With your kid? With Well, your kid can't go into the beer garden, but they can go to the festival. Well, yeah. And why can't we have something along those lines or an auction? Oh my God, an auction would be fantastic. Could you imagine the money that we could actually gather for somebody who is displaced because they can't treat their cannabis where they're from so they're here and we could raise money doing silent auctions that would be fantastic but okay moving on with that but he did he mentioned that he had limited resources he mentioned that in his actual comments and then asked to be able to investigate you know that little scuffle that happened in the the parking lot that oh. wasn't about pot at all, but had to do with so-and-so's girlfriend and, you know, had absolutely nothing to do with marijuana, but they need to be able to do their own investigation. investigation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's just ridiculous. That's just pushing too far. It's just the overreach. That's, okay, yeah, that's, that's overstepping. I, I mean, we've already talked about the overreach with the enforcement and the priority problem with enforcement. And I just think that they need... I don't know, some direction or something because they don't know what to be. Stop dropping glob, y'all. Thanks, Miss Paula. I was thinking the same thing. I know. Okay, so regulation projects. <coughs> Um, Meg did add on there that um, I think also in the same part as uh, Tisha, uh, but that, so they can gather information and use it later if possible. The state, I think, is what, they, what she was talking There's about. There's a lot of, I mean, a lot of thoughts and a lot of reasons, but if it's not required of alcohol and or any other any other license type of establishment business across the board why would it be required of marijuana yeah that's where that's where i have my bone of contention is i mean you can come up with all these reasons but if it's not required over here why is it required over here yeah changing the rules it's i there's got to be a point where it's noticed that 
consumers are not the big, bad, scary people that everybody is trying to make them out to be with all of these little extra added, you know, tiny little rules and investigations and trying to keep... I'm lost. I just had a stoner moment and just went zoop. That's okay, I got a comment. At Tisha says exactly because they are fighting the legalization tooth and nail. They are trying to make this fail. And I mean, I really think that that's evident. The fact that it took so long before we even, I mean, every step of the way that they could fight. That ship has done sail. It hasn't even been mentioned in legislation that I've heard of. I mean, it might have been, but I didn't hear about it. To repeal this great experiment. And this is the time that it would be happening. Right now. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't even been mentioned. So, I mean, that ship sailed. It's here. It's time to make it the most productive industry we can instead of fighting it so much. Instead of making everybody to be the bad guy. It just... Um... Oh, yeah, and another thing that he wanted to enforce were unpaid editorials. Did you hear that one? For what? No. What? (laughs) Unpaid editorials? Unpaid editorials. Yeah, you know, when you're writing to letters to the editors? Yeah. Yeah, he wants to police those. What? Yes. He says that they are advertising. Okay, so how many times are they going to step on your First Amendment rights? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, straight up. Anyways, <laughs> we talked about the 420 celebrations. Yes. Tisha said, the more complicated the situation, the harder it is for anyone to succeed. Yes, exactly. And I mean, I understand. Also, marijuana is a new industry in Alaska, and a lot of people would like it to go away. And Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they would. And I 100% agree with that, but we're not going away. We're here, and we are actually putting in to the community. We are actually putting into taxes and into the coffers that we absolutely really need right now. I think that we have more people here that are for it than there are against it, but I think that we have a lot of people that are just afraid to be able to step out into the community. I mean, I was. It's it's scary. It is. It is scary, but you know what? Whatever. You know, you only get one life, you get one shot, and take the bull by the horns and just... Ace Ventura. Hold on. Paula posted uh, Hemp Fest, and that's actually a really good question. If hemp is not legal, per se, then how how can we have a Hemp Fest? Is it just like celebrating hemp yes, in itself? That's, like, that's what basically what is. Cannabis Classic yeah. is well, Yeah. Well, no, it, different. it's a little bit different. So where Cannabis Classic is a kind of a trade show, oh. um, You've got your Hemp Fest, which is a festival. Okay. So, and like it's salmon stock or whatever. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what okay. it is. So, you know, it's not where, it's okay, neither. everybody's it's out culture. there and they're, you know, you know, doing the fields or gotcha. anything. It's, it's a it's festival. It's culture, yes. And Perfect. so, that type of venue is where those regulations, we need those mm-hmm. regulations in place to be able to have a hemp fest where we can actually purchase some cannabis when we run out because we're camping yeah that would be sweet yes okay so i think you need to take it down yes i do because there's that drop and glass 
And for the final giveaway here, we have a poke and toke lighter case. We have one of the hemp blunt rolls, like the one that we were smoking here. They are very smooth, really nice. Yeah, and they're eat. They're. I mean, if I can do it, they're easy to roll. They're easy to work with. And then obviously, and then um, we have the savable. It's like obviously it's the save. You know what is it called? Yeah. Obviously it's the the thing. And then here, I'm not 100% sure what these are actually called. Um, the basic here. Huh? Yeah, but I yeah, I got it though. So basically what this is is so for if you're out communal smoke, you know, medicating or smoking or something like that, and you have one of these, then what happens is you take the bottom of this and you put it into the piece that you are smoking out of, and then you would proceed to put your mouth on the bigger end piece and smoke. So that it's just a germ thing. So I guess I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Ah, oh, mother of that was hot. Babe, I'm so sorry. I was like right there too. That just goes back to the burns and the scars. And friends like, who burn you. <laughs> I match my couch. I guess it's better than burning you like emotionally. Uh, I said it's better than burning you emotionally. I said it pressed down that hard. It's a warrior wound. Oh, I mean, compared to yeah. this one, this is like nothing. <laughs> That's like a cat scratch. <laughs> yeah, this is like a cat scratch. scratch but yeah. Compared to, ooh, that one was bad. This is yeah. just like irritating compared to smelling your burning flesh oh at night God. going to bed. So, yeah. you need this? Oh no, I don't. Okay. It's not. It's fine. not that bad. No. Yellow mustard, guys. <coughs> Throwing it out there, it takes the burn away almost instantly, and you won't have a boo boo the next day. Huh? Okay. Like, serious. So, for that giveaway, we do have a question, and this is for the collection. And the question for this is going to be: Where was the first MCB meeting with board members present held? I don't even have the answer on you. Where, oh, I'm sorry. Where was the first MCB meeting that actually had board members there? Where was that one held? I mean, we don't need the actual address, just the city, where it was. It's super easy, if you don't know it, you can find it on Google. Again, where was the first marijuana control board meeting that actually had board members there? It was in what city? The reason it's uh, question, or phrased that way, because there was one before that, but it was before, and it was just AMCO. Okay. So that they had just basic kind of rules that they could follow, and then they talked about doing the um, regulations to present to the board once they were chosen. Gotcha. Gotcha. <coughs> oh, that's what I checked. 
And the one that, and this one, where the board members were at, they didn't even know for sure if they would have all the board members at the time of that meeting. But they did. They didn't end up having them. Little trivia. History. I'm one of those weirdos who really loves the history of everything that's going on. I'm a history buff, so actually seeing what this historical time happening, it's it's fun for me. Yes. Is Atwood even a city? Atwood? Right? Troy, I'm gonna say guess again. There's but a I building. Don't, I don't think that's a city. Yes, at all. it sounds like that's <laughs> where that's, that's <laughs> where it's that's usually held when it's in Anchorage. Yes. <laughs> That is a building, but... Well, that's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, what? But it's not a city. Okay. At least not that I know of. I may be wrong, so if someone wants to Google it... Maybe one day. <coughs> yeah. I didn't even ask. Did you want to hit this? Uh-huh. I want to see how it hits. Bad. I'm all over your <laughs> Where did you get this? Um, I picked it up at former potluck. So potluck today? Uh, was it today? They also had the um the uh, they have the yard sale. Yeah, going on. they're having a yard sale going on at potluck to former um, potluck. The former potluck, yeah. Where unfortunately, but it's helping. I think it's helping the family and bills and things like that. So if you have a moment, go down there and. And um, check them out. Pick this up down there. And this and beautiful thing. So love it. And then Stacy brought us this Highway 420. Love it. And a cute little sticker. Alice. Well, the caterpillar. Stacy. That was you last week. <laughs> Pop. That was Her you last, last week. week. No, yeah. you. And you, you with the bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really yeah. No, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, the Gandalf. I like that. I'm like, what is that? I just want to say we have a couple of answers to that question. Um, Fairbanks from May. Juno from Bo Peep. And Anchorage from May. Homer. There's a few of them on there. Everybody's doing pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Well, Keep Ms. trying. Miss Tina, anything else you got? <coughs> what time is it? God, what is wrong with me today? I just got this! What's the name of it? What's your name for your bomb? Me is clumsy today. See what happens. <laughs> Grace. The bond's name is Grace. Grace. Bond's name is Warrior. Hope yeah, she did not fall. <laughs> No, um, I this button and actually trying to do actually stay on task is like not gonna work. So did anybody uh, you, you listen do to me? Uh, do I need you need help? Yeah, will you shake this? Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 um, yes. Do you need it's anything in there? There's something that leaked. All right, we're good. We're good, guys. 
sorry about that. Sorry. It's live, right? Yeah, it's live. This live. is just real life, you know. This stoner moment is just, I'm just gonna take another dab. I can't keep doing these regs right now. <laughs> well, then just take a dab. Let's take. I just take took a dab, that's why I can't then do you it. Just take another one. Uh, I do know that the Department of Health and Social Services did a wonderful presentation. Who said the container of dabs, though? On dabs? So, oh, no. While at oh, yeah. Just Sorry. Against on-site consumption. Most, and most of their information was outdated. And... Not only was it outdated, it was, I mean, it was real. It was, they had no, I mean, they had resources, but it also didn't go into how it was all metabolic testing that they did when it comes to the amount of uh, people who were driving intoxicated. Oh. Yeah, and most of them were metabolic testing. So, and it, anyone who knows anything about cannabis knows that if, you smoke, it could be in your system for up to 30 days in your urine. So that doesn't mean you're impaired. No, no. But that's where most of their stuff was, was based on. Oh, and also they said something about the secondhand smoke, you know, the no smoking workplace. Um, one of the things that they had talked about was secondhand smoke is bad for heart and it shows bad repairs for heart and how it can cause damage and could cause heart attack and stroke and that kind of thing. And I just, I don't, I don't think I actually follow that. And it's, it's not just because of my personal belief or a personal thought. It's because when I, because I do have heart issues, my cardiologist, when they actually did the scope through my, my um, arteries had said maybe I need to do some looking into whether cannabis is good for the heart because I have the arteries of a 20 year old you see me I shouldn't have the arteries of a 20 year old I'm 45 years old I'm overweight and I consume cannabis she wants to do some testing or wants to look into furthering um, investigating whether cannabis is good for the arteries or not. And I know, I told That's her, awesome. let me know because I know I could get a hundred people willing to be your test subjects because they consume on a daily basis. So that, you know, hearing that it's bad for the heart, I'm just like, <laughs> but then you've got different carcinogens with secondhand smoke than you do with firsthand. And, I mean, there's all those different elements that we just don't know yet. So that's where, okay, we got to open it up to actually get some, you know, research done. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what the DHSS had to say in their presentation. Licensing report, that's got applications that have been received so far are 690. Voided are 103. I'm one of those voided. Active, 127. Operational, 83. By license type, cultivation is 408. We've got testing at 11, retail at 184, manufacturing at 87. So we've got some pretty uh, good numbers on what kind of businesses we're gonna be bringing into the industry. Yeah. Uh, Tisha added to the whole secondhand smoke. Uh, she says, I disagree. She says, secondhand smoke from cigarettes is all the chemicals. What chemicals are coming out of secondhand smoke from marijuana? My lung and heart doctor both said it was unharmful. See, and that's, we need to do a lot more testing because I, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Um, 
Oh, yeah, to be on the July meeting agenda, all documents must be in and completed by June 23rd. So, and that brings up another thing. At the end of the meeting, they did say that there are going to be three days on the next meeting. Um, they wanted to just have two days and one of them completely dedicated to just regulations because, oh, yeah, on-site consumption's been pushed back. Of course. And then just for clarification, the when you when you mail it in or email it in or however you do it, is it by midnight on the 23rd or is it by like end of business? It's usually at four o'clock. Okay, that's why I was asking because yeah. a lot of people will wait until the last minute. It's so. usually four o'clock. That's when you usually need to have everything in by. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, licensing is now fully staffed. Um, Delegated of the authority to actually um, approve renewals has been delegated to the um, the <laughs> the director. Yes, that's the word. And <laughs> came back. So um, renewal applications is required for any licensee that is active status with an effective date on or before June 30th. So if you are in an active date effective on or before June 30th, you need to have a renewal. So there's some confusion about who needs to renewal, who, who needs to pay the renewal fees. I mean, everybody needs to do their renewals, but who's going to be charged is where the confusion is. So anybody, as of June 30th, if you are active, you need to do your renewal. So make sure you do that. Um, oh, and you can find the link for that. Um, during the renewal period, there will be a list of who it is that needs to do their renewals. Okay. So you can go to the AMCO site, the AMCO website, and look for those businesses if you need to check and see if you need to renew your business license. Or if you know somebody who has a business license and they're busy and their life gets crazy. Um, or if that's your job to do. And if that's your job to do, then you need to make sure that if you are active on June 30th or before, get your renewal done. So, um, yeah, let's see. The next July meeting is July 11th. It is three days. Like I said, they were going to take the two days and dedicate one of them to regulations. And I think it was it was Miller who said he was he didn't like that because he didn't want to put off any more licenses. If they put their money into it, they needed to be licensed. And it's true, they're gonna be wasting, or not wasting, but losing money the longer they're not licensed and able to get moving. Right. So they added a third day. One of those days is gonna be completely dedicated to regulations, like I said, on-site was pushed off once again. <clears throat> and so they're hoping to finally get to it in July. We'll see. I'm wondering if they're just continuing to push it off until these legislations actually get approved and enacted. 
I just want to say we had six shares, so we really appreciate that. Thank you for sharing. Sorry, we've had like space outs and um, foo bars and (laughs) just we've this has been fun. Actually, nobody's broke, and I mean, because which is good, because we've only got one injury. There's only been one injury. Yes. We got four more shares. Oh, nice. Yes. Thanks, Thank guys. you, everyone. Thank you so much. It was me. I got injured. She did. She got injured. five shares. I it's injured important. her. And then I almost broke her new baby, so... It's all right. She's fine. She's fine. Oh, she's fine. She'll be fine. I'll be fine. She'll be fine. We'll all be fine. Because we have, yeah, we have dabs, so we're all good. All good. Um, I think that's about it. I went ahead and looked up uh, July 11th is on a Tuesday. So I believe it would be the 11th, 12th, 13th. So it's Tuesday, so. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. So, and we'll, of course, always post that on the Midnight always. Facebook page. Of course. Oh, and there is another meeting that is um, the 24th, I believe. I'll put a listing of it, but it's a new, just one that's going to be calling. They're all just calling in, and it's just to clarify something. So that's a meeting, and it's at 11 o'clock. And it's only Colin. So look for that on the Midnight Greenery page. And also look for the July meeting. So three days. The cleanup. Oh yes, and the cleanup. That did get postponed. We were we the schedule for that was today. But we had switched over the schedule doing Saturdays instead of Sundays. So we postponed the cleanup until next week. It's the 24th. So I believe. Look, it's on Facebook. Sorry. It'll be re-shared out and <laughs> let you know. And Don't quote, because dabs. Yeah, dabs. <laughs> so dabs, and it's not in my notes in front of me right now. So. It is a 420 live session, guys. Yeah, so live happens. Yeah, live happens, and 420 live, so. Yes. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Right? Yeah. You good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm, you're so cute. I'm hungry. Me too. And I think <laughs> it's perfect timing. <laughs> yes, it is. So. Where do those other dabs go, though? That's what I want there's two black containers in front of you. This one? This one, yeah, it's the same one. I mean, it's uh, Yeah, so you gotta take your Happy 420 Hawaii dab. <laughs> that is gonna become one of our things that we do every day. She gives the Happy 420 to Hawaii dab. Maybe we'll get some Hawaiian oh, visitors listening or watching. Trisha says, later, ladies, dinner's here. So does that mean we're, we're coming Lucky. over there? Just we're coming to your place. Right? Yeah. I feel like, ooh, pizza. so pizza's pizza time. Like, yeah. Pizza. Going over to your place, too, then. I don't know what I'm having for dinner. I don't know. It depends on where Travis is. I want some peppers. I want some bell peppers. I just want hummus. Sounds good. Put peppers and hummus. It sounds like a heartburn delight for Rachel. Ah. <laughs> oh. Not for me. Not for me. Anyways, oh, I so hope you guys have a great week and it looks like it's beautiful here. I hope it's beautiful wherever you are. And we will see you again on Saturday, always. Oh, and we've got a great thing to announce next week. And it won't be all regulations and stuff. It'll be just fun stuff. You think? 
I think the ones after the MCB meetings always have to be just fun. <laughs> so we'll think of something then between now and then. Yeah. So just sesh out. Some adult work. Just yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go fishing. If you were there, you'd understand. <laughs> uh, Jerry, real fast, says any word on the city of Wasilla following through with the city votes for allowing shops? I haven't heard anything. Okay. And I haven't been to any of the Wasilla city meetings recently either, so if you have, let me know. All right, happy Forest Morning, Hawaii. Those are good dabs, guys. <coughs> <coughs>